from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. How many things are different since we met, since before the pandemic, how my life has changed and how a lot of people's lives and and how things that you didn't realize were so important are really the important things, right? It's not just your career and it's not just, you know, how you show up at work. It's just, it's really the words that come out of your mouth and how you live your life. Bobby, who are we talking to for our last guest of the season? I'm so excited. Well, I cannot wait for you to meet my friend, Christian McBride, who is like, it's even too hard to even talk about his accolades. He is a jazz musician. He is a bass player. And mostly he's just the coolest, nicest guy. I I can't even tell you his spirit. So I'm really looking forward for you uh, to meet him. I can't wait. So here's our conversation with Christian McBride. Hey, friend. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I haven't seen you since your birthday party. I know, right? Thank you for being there. It was great to see you. Oh, my God. Thank you for inviting me. First of all, I don't know if I sh- we should talk first about your mother, your father, <laughs> or Questlove. 
<laughs> or any of those other people, but we'll save that for offline. But yeah, it was okay. quite the party. <laughs> yeah. But but first of all, meet my co-host, Anjali. Hello, Anjali. So nice to meet you. What a thrill. Pleasure's all mine. First of all, you went to high school with Questlove. That's so cool. The two of you guys. And Boys to Men and Joey D. Francesco and Kurt Rosenwinkel. Amazing. Oh my God. But you guys didn't know any of you guys were gonna be what you guys are. You right? Or did you know? Well, what's interesting is that if you could go back to, you know, nineteen eighty eight, um I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Joey D. Francesco was actually the one who had you know, he he had he signed with Columbia Records when we were juniors in high school, and he joined Miles Davis's band uh, just after, just right before our senior year of high school. So, uh, Smart Money was on Joey at that time. So mm-hmm. we knew he was going to be a big star. I mean, he already was a big star by the time we graduated. Um, and Kurt, you know, I didn't even really know guitar was his main instrument until like much later because he always played piano around school. Uh, boys to men, we kind of had a feeling they were going to be big. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Amir and and uh, and Tyreek, also known as Black Thought, I had no idea they were going to become the uh, the world icons that they became. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for those of you guys listening, Amir is Questlove. <laughs> yes. Who started when he was 12. I heard him say in his wonderful speech to you that he started as a kid playing with his parents. That's right. Wow. All right. Well, enough enough about Quest. You know, we're, we're here. <laughs> it's 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 okay. I, I, I'm uh, my nickname for myself is Ed McMahon, <laughs> which is so not like. First of all, if you're of a certain age, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Ed McMahon, <laughs> the sidekick. I forgot. Okay, I'm so. fifty now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, certain references okay. people might not get. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, most people know your name. You do win Grammys every friggin' year. How many Grammys do you have? Uh, Eight. Eight. Yeah, you hesitated. I did the research. You do have eight Grammys, Christian McBride. (laughs) I can confirm through a Google search. Eight. And, you know, this podcast is not to talk about all your accolades, but, you know, the good stuff you do and who you are and honestly how you do it. Because you're on the road more than you're off the road. How do you do it? Like, what, what, what do you pull out of your hat to keep you going? Um, well, you know, during the pandemic, I had to be very careful with my words because uh, while, you know, we were all being pummeled with this horrible thing that went on around the world, it was actually, I had mixed feelings because to be in lockdown in my in my home for two years was actually quite a blessing. Uh, I enjoyed not being able to travel and actually just kind of get in tune with myself and find out who I was and, and uh, not be on the road for a little while. But uh, over the last, I would say seven months, it's been all back to pretty much normal. I mean, I've, I've been to Europe. Uh, I was there for most of the month of March. And uh, I did a two-week run at, at uh, Dizzy's in April. And uh, I was on the West Coast for uh, most of last month. And I'm going back again this month. So, I, you know, I don't know. I think um, 
I think most working musicians are just groomed to be on the road and and do a lot of different projects. Um, you know, particularly as a bass player. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think most rhythm section players, you know, piano players, guitar players, bass players, drummers, we're always going to play in more than one band. You know, I mean, unless you do get lucky and play in a band that becomes sort of like, uh, you know, I, like the Rolling Stones, you know, like, you know, they don't have to work with anyone other than each other for the rest of their lives. That's pretty much the case, you know. Yeah. And calling yourself a bass player, you're only the world's greatest. You're one of the <laughs> like it's been said, not not by me, but it, you Google you and it's been said you're the number one in the world. And it's like for anyone that, you know, probably saying, like, why is Bobby have this like you know, jazz superstar on her podcast. We've been friends for like, I don't know, a decade, maybe. I don't even remember I, the I first time I met you. That because, um, yeah. uh, you know, Melissa and I have lived in Montclair for almost 17 years now. So I feel like, you know, we met you hmm. not too long after we moved to Montclair. So wow. probably close to that. Yeah, at our friend Rose Callie's house, who now moved from my house to your house. That's, that's right. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. But we, we met at dinner, and you had a very charming nickname for me, which you still call me sometimes. Every Do you remember? Every now and then, Flo Rida. <laughs> because I told you, at the, I guess 17 years ago, I was so into Flo Rida. Exactly. And, right. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know. Now I, I got to come I, up he, with a new name for you. Yeah, yeah. Probably BB Queen. <laughs> we also, my dad was with us, whose name happens to be James, James Brown. Brown. So leads me into like, go, go talk to me about James Brown and working with him and meeting him and what he means to you. Oh man. Uh, definitely. He's been my, my muse. Uh, I first saw him uh, when I was about six years old, six or seven years old. I saw him on the, uh, on the midnight special. That's, that's another reference that, uh, Hmm. <laughs> uh, most people under 35 probably won't get. Um, but, uh, when I saw him on the midnight special it blew my mind, I'd never seen anybody perform like that, you know, just screaming and, and falling on his knees and doing splits and, you know, with, with the hair flinging all over the place and the band was perfectly choreographed and he had two drummers. And I mean, it was just like watching, it was like watching a Martian. <laughs> you know well the hair was like one member of the band i feel like it was like a, an entire right. thing like, exactly right, like right. a whole separate thing that's right and um and from that point on um i just fell deep 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 into a james brown hole my uncle uh my mother's brother was a uh promotions and advertising manager for what radio in philly and uh so I said, Uncle Butch, you have any James Brown records? And uh, he just like laughed. He's like, do I have any James Brown records? He's like, man, I've been collecting James Brown records since I was a boy. You know, so uh, you know how the Grateful Dead have dead heads? Mm -hmm. Well, we became James Brown heads and we were inseparable James Brown cronies throughout, uh, basically throughout the 80s. And then James Brown started having a lot of... Uh, a lot of issues, you know, going to jail a lot, showing up in the news. And uh, so by the time I moved to New York to start college, he was in jail. But uh, I knew that at some point he would get out and he would reclaim his throne, which he which he did. And um, I met him for the, well, I met him when I was a kid. But I don't really count that one. The first time I met him, 
uh, as a professional musician was backstage at the Apollo in 1994. And uh, about four months later, my first album came out and the title track of that album, which is called Getting To It, was based off of a James Brown tune called Get It Together. So I sent that CD to Mr. Brown and uh, about six months later, I saw him in Europe at the uh, Vienna Jazz Festival. And we had a conversation and he actually listened to my CD and, and I really, I came this close to, to passing out. And, oh, uh, that's a great story. But didn't you play with him? I, I got I mean, to, I played with him at his um, 64th birthday bash in Augusta, Georgia. And I produced what was uh, one of his last shows in LA at the, at the Hollywood Bowl. Wow. Being friends with James Brown uh, definitely had a, uh, it's obligatory drama, but that's much too long of a story to tell now. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's another uh, show. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I am sure. So uh, there's a couple women I want to talk about. First, I want to talk about your mom because yes. I never met her before. I couldn't believe number one how young she was, mm-hmm. and how like spirited. And you know, I went to talk to her, of course, as from one mom to another because she was talking about you know how raising you there was nothing she wouldn't do like it was just the power of being your mom that's right and and i and i asked her and i just said how old are you and she told me that she was like 16 when she had you that's she was correct. a kid yeah yeah and so you guys grew up together we did exactly right you know i always say that uh you know my my mother was the uh she was the navigator of the ship you know she she's not a musician but she has got musician ears. Um, and I just remember like anything I wanted to do, she always went uh, to great lengths to make sure that I had a chance to really check it out. Like, f- for example, I, you know, as, as a kid, you, you change occupations like weekly, like one week I wanted to be a fireman. Okay. So, you know, she would take me to a local firehouse to, to meet the firemen. You know, um, I said, you know, one week I wanted to be a cop. You know, she was like, oh, boy. Uh, but she was like, OK, <laughs> if, you, if you really want to, let's let's figure out how that could happen. And then that changed. And then I wanted to be a, a, a base, a pro baseball player. And uh, she actually gathered some of the other moms in the neighborhood to see if we could start a, a little league team. But uh, we, we couldn't sustain the momentum. And And then when I finally decided that. You know, I wanted to be a bass player um, without flinching. My mother said, fine, let's figure out a way to get you a bass. And uh, and that one stuck, obviously. And then your dad, too, was, you know, a, a musician, right? Yeah, he still is. He's uh, he he's, still is. he's he still uh, plays. He, he's based in Philly still. But, uh, you know, he's on the road now as much as he was back in the 70s and 80s. And uh you know, he tells a story about when I saw him play with Mago Santa Maria and I decided that I wanted to try to give the bass a shot, too. And uh, and that's true. So I came home and told my mom and she said, let's make it happen. It's amazing that your mom would be so supportive. She never said no to me. I'll never forget that. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. I feel like my daughter, my daughter has a new idea every week and I indulge it like yeah sure but i don't know that i would take her and buy the equipment and do all the things and um it's pretty awesome and let's talk about the other woman in your life the woman who is your wife named melissa walker yes incredible singer 
Yes. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, a couple things. How many years you married again? Uh, coming up on 17. Wow. Yeah. And and how do you how do you guys do it being apart from each other? Like how do you keep it together? Uh well, I've always heard like like the the couples that that we know have been together for a very very long time uh spending a significant time apart seems to help them stay together a long time. <laughs> 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 but um Marital advice you won't hear everywhere, but it's true. I think it might be true. Yeah, you know, it makes you it makes you miss the the person, you know. Yeah. Um, and plus, you know, Melissa and I are both working musicians, you know, so we knew, you know, our, our lives were similar, you know. Um, obviously, since Jazz House Kids started to become bigger and bigger and gain more momentum, she's gained more momentum. She spent less and less time on the road, but. Uh, when we first uh, started dating uh, almost 20 years ago, um, I was in the middle of touring my latest album at that time. And so, I mean, we we both realized that we had to figure out how to do something together because I had my own band. She had her own band at that time. Um, and then she had started this nonprofit organization called Jazz House Kids. And at that time, you know, that was just something that she was doing on the side, you know, like every now and then when she wasn't working as a singer, you know. Um, and then as time progressed, she started spending more and more time uh, developing Jazz House Kids. And I decided that, uh, well, let's do that one together, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm very proud of what Jazz House Kids has been able to do over the last uh I mean, she she started Jazz House Kids before we met, but um, it didn't really become her main focus until I would say like our second or third year of marriage. Well, tell everyone what Jazz House Kids is because it's pretty cool. Yeah, Jazz House Kids is a uh, jazz educational foundation which is uh, based in our town, Montclair, New Jersey, and it started out um, with uh, going into different schools, which we still are. You know, uh, basically a lot of public schools in Essex County started losing their music programs. And so uh, Melissa knew a lot of uh, uh, principals and, and teachers in the school system. So they would ask Melissa to put a group of, of instructors and jazz artists to come in and basically give different master classes and seminars on jazz to their students. And uh, one school led to another, one school led to another. And finally, we were probably in about five or six schools throughout uh, Newark and Irvington and the Oranges. And uh, in 2014, we opened our own building. Uh, uh, you have a wonderful th thank, landlord, by th the way. Th th thanks to Mr. Bob Brown. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, since that time, we've been able to see um, probably over 100,000 kids, which uh, first started out in only New Jersey. Wow. But uh, now we have students coming as far as London and South America to our summer program. Uh, and then after the summer program, we started the Montclair Jazz Festival. So uh, Jazz House Kids has turned into quite the organization. Very hmm. proud of us. And you guys together or you started the Montclair Jazz Festival? Oh, no. You know, what, what happened with the Montclair Jazz Festival, it was completely accidental. Um hmm. 
we were trying to figure out what to do during the summertime because, you know, we had, we had staff, you know, we couldn't put staff, you know, Hey guys, you know, uh, uh, have a great summer. We'll pay you in September, you know? So we had to figure out how to keep it going. So we started a summer program, a two week, uh, summer intensive, uh, course. Um, and at the end of those two weeks, uh, we figured that we would start, um, you know, just have like a little end of the summer program concert for the kids. And so we had this free concert in Nishwain Park. And uh, at that time, it was only the parents of the kids who came to the summer program, which at that time probably were, I don't know, 100 kids maybe. And the following year, we wound up getting like 125 kids and more parents showed up and a couple more people from the neighborhood showed up. And then the third year, which I believe was 2011, maybe, or 2012, I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what year it was. Mm. We invited the great Monty Alexander to come and uh, perform with us. And uh, we didn't even have a piano. He played on like a little keyboard. And um, at some point, we looked at each other and went, you know, let's invite another musician to come and play, get a bigger stage. And let's see what happens. And then next thing you know, the Montclair Jazz Festival was born. So now this is an annual event it's, in Montclair. It's an annual that event. That goes on for, yeah. And so when is it happening this summer? Well, it's, it's, it's going to be happening the weekend after Labor Day. Uh, uh, shame on me for not knowing the exact dates, but um, the second weekend of September. That's good. That's better than the summer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you do the Newport Jazz every year? Because you are the yes. the the master of ceremonies, or I know it's a bigger name. What is what is your ja- you know Newport Jazz? Yes, yes, I've been uh, artistic director of the Newport artistic Jazz Festival. Director. Yes, uh, wow. since 2016, and uh, the man who created the Newport Jazz Festival, the late George Ween, that man was an icon. First of all, he created the template for the music festival, so. Every every festival that's ever happened from Monterey, both the jazz and the pop festival, Woodstock, uh, the New Orleans Jazz Heritage Festival, which he started, the Hampton Jazz Festival, the old cool jazz festival from the 70s and 80s, um, all the way up to festivals now like Coachella and Burning Man and Bonnaroo, all of these big music festivals, that template was started by George Ween in 1954. And, um, you know, he became, uh, you know, literally one of the most important figures in the history of music. So uh, I knew George fairly well, not that well, but fairly well. And in uh, 2014, he asked me to join him in Washington, D.C. for a roundtable discussion on the history of the Newport Jazz Festival. And I was stumped because I thought, why is he calling me? Sure, there's a lot of other musicians who have a, a much longer history with the Newport Jazz Festival than I do. And uh, so I went down there and Dan Morgenstern, who used to run the uh, um, at, at, at Rutgers, um, the Institute of Jazz Studies. Uh, it was just the three of us on this panel. And, and Soledad O'Brien was the moderator. And I'm just sitting there like, why am I here? 
<laughs> so, they wanted you to run it. They're like, I had no idea. So the, the following <laughs> job year, interview. Yeah, right. Exactly. So uh, I, I suppose I did a good job on the panel. And uh, the next year, George says, hey, come over to my house for, for lunch. And uh, I said, okay. And Melissa says, well, what do you think he wants? I said, well, I don't know. He might ask me to be, uh, you know, artist in residence or something at, at Newport next year. And she said, I don't know. I, if he was going to ask you that, he could probably ask you that over the phone. You know, uh, so I went over to his apartment and I got there and he said, uh, Christian, I'm glad you're here. Let's go into my office. And he told his assistant to shut the door. And I'm getting nervous, you know, like, what does he want? And uh, he says, you know, Christian, I've been uh, I've been spying on you. You know, I've been I've been I've been checking you out from afar for a long time. And, you know, I've seen what you've been doing. You know, I already know what you've been doing as a bass player. I've, I've you know, I've been watching you do that since you were a teenager. But like, you know, the whole thing you were doing at, out at the Hollywood Bowl, what you've been doing at NJ Pack, what you've been doing with your wife with Jazz House Kids, uh, what you've been doing on NPR and all this, all, you know, Sirius XM and all this stuff. He said, uh, I'm stepping down from the Newport Jazz Festival. I'm 89 years old, and it's about time um, someone else runs the ship, and me and the board decided that you'd be the person to to run it. And uh, you could have knocked me over with a feather. I was like, are you kidding me? Really? And uh, he said, well, you know, I, li- I like the fact that you don't seem to have any particular musical biases you know he said i like the fact that you work with so many different types of artists and you seem at home with all of them and that's the way i want my festival run after i'm gone i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters— 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. First of all, you've done so much. I can't even like begin to list it. You got a couple podcasts. You got radio. You got radio shows. What haven't you done? Like, what haven't you done that you think, wow? Like, do you want a line of I don't know socks? I don't know. Is there any weird thing <laughs> the that you're like? Line. That's, I don't what, know. that's what's missing. <laughs> I can see guys in jazz clubs wearing some really colorful, cool socks. Well, I'm going to listen to you guys on that one. So maybe I'll <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll check out the socks. Uh, I don't know. What if I've always wanted to do? Um, Bobby, I'm glad you weren't around when this happened, but I'll tell you something that I did, a little bucket list thing. Um, I went to Trend, our, our local coffee shop in Montclair, on a Monday night when they had a open mic on comedy night. And so uh, I did I did stand-up. You did? I, I bet did. you were phenomenal. Oh, I don't know if I was phenomenal, but I didn't oh. get booed. Wait, oh, but you did God. it. That's such a big deal. It is hard. I took oh. a stand-up class once, yeah. and I was like, never again. I mean, it was – I took it at the forcing of my manager, my old manager, Rich Nichols, you probably know because you know what? Amir and – Yeah. Rich was my old manager. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love – I miss him so much. But yeah, he was my first manager when I was no working at Google. It's kid. a really weird long story that will not make any sense in this podcast. But yeah, I'll tell you about that another time. But yeah, he was he was trying to get me to do this sort of stuff, like interviews and stuff. Yeah, 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 And then yeah. he forced me. He said, you have to get out of your head because I would always have note cards and like prep. Bobby knows this about me with like my prep for interviews. He's like, you need to take an improv class and you're taking a stand-up class. And right. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. And I did both. And the improv was fun because you just like get out of your head and it's That's really it. good for like speaking. But the, and I mean, you're a jazz musician, you know about improv though. Yeah. But, but the stand up, I was like, this shit is hard. Like, yes, it it was, is. I love stand up. And it was, I was like, God, I am not funny. Like, I am not, not that kind of funny. It's really hard. But yeah, Rich Nichols is who I, uh, That's he made me incredible. do it. Incredible. What a small world. Yeah. This, this world is always Thank shrinking you. by the day. Yeah, Amir and Tariq are old friends. Oh, that's that's and James Poyser, the whole like roots group. Yeah, the yeah. whole crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole I, crew. I went into Trend one day, and the young lady behind the cash register said, uh, "She says, you know, I've heard your show uh, on uh, on Sirius XM." She said, "I actually think you're funny." I said, "Well, well thank you." Uh, <laughs> she said, "You should come do open mic tonight." I was like, "No, no, 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 no way in hell I'm doing that. I am a musician." I love comedy, but I'm that's that's different than going up on stage and and making a fool out of yourself, you know. She <laughs> said, "No, I'm I'm going to put your name on the list." I said, "No, no, no, don't do that, please, don't do that." And uh, she's like, "Look, be here at seven thirty. I'm putting your name on the list." I was like, "Oh shit!" So 
uh, I called Melissa. I said, listen, uh, go home, get a couple of bags back because we might have to leave town around eight o'clock. <laughs> Can we catch this on YouTube anywhere? No. It's gotta. No? no. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. like, I have burned all evidence of my open mic. Oh my God. Wait, I want to see Bobby do open mic. I think we need to do like couples night. I could Trend only do open. Montclair. I could only do open mic night if I had the Christian McBride cocktail that I'm obsessed with. So can you tell, Wait, us, tell us more? what is in the cocktail? It's the best thing I ever tasted, well, which I had I at actually, your party. I actually didn't know what was in it until I got there. I mean, I, I didn't create that. Um, I knew there was vodka in it. That's all I cared yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm a vodka drinker. But, but it was so refreshing. There was a touch of soda. There was a touch of lime. And there was a oh, little... Not, um, not quite. It's something that made it pink. Yes. It started with the A. Uh, Aperol. Uh, Aperol. Aperol. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I never knew that Aperol and vodka work together. So right, Aperol right. works with yeah. everything. Oh, so Christian, you could add a little hot chili to the Aperol. Here's a hot tip. You put, you stuff a bunch of like Thai chilies into the Aperol oh, and infuse it. No, it's really good. And just infuse it and just like let it be. I have one that's been baking in my liquor cabinet for like a year infuse and it's going to be solid this summer. Oh yeah. That's going to be really good. <laughs> yeah. Just like a little kick. Yeah. And, and also I have one, one very important question. What do you do for self-care? Do you do self-care? Vodka. No. Vodka. I do vodka too. That is self-care. But what else yeah. do you do? Like, do you pay it? I mean, from traveling, it's like, how do you keep yourself healthy and feel good? I'll tell you what, I have become an acupuncture freak. Hmm. Um, I, I, I used to think things like acupuncture and massages, oh man, you know, that's just some corny highbrow stuff, but it is not. I really wish that was more standard in, in American culture. You know, like I'm talking like serious, you know, like professional masseuses and, and, uh, acupuncture. I mean, I, that really does wonders for me. And do you just get a strange person? Like you just get when you go into town or well, do you just do it when you come I home? I call my acupuncturist at home and I get her to give me a list of, uh, you know, like give me a network. Who should I call in Chicago? Who should I call in LA? Who should I call in San Francisco? Are you doing this for a specific ailment, not to get into your business, but, or is it like just general health and wellness or is it for like pain? Just general health, health and wellness. Yeah, acupuncture is amazing. I, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I, about 10 years ago, um, I threw my back out and uh, I had never experienced serious back pain before. And uh, so my friend, the great drummer, Louis Nash, he said, oh, man, you got to you gotta do acupuncture. I was like, hey, man, that's, that's when they stick all those needles in you, man. No, I ain't doing that. So no, you, you got to do it. It's worth it. So uh, Melissa and I went and you know, we went to Chinatown and uh, and we had an acupuncture session together. And uh, I, th I thought, you know, this ain't too bad. And eventually my back pain started going away. And I, I obviously did a lot of stretching and things to go along with it, but uh, I became hooked on it. I did it a lot when I was pregnant, like all through my pregnancy. And I'm convinced that's why I had a touch with largely uneventful right. pregnancy and like no pain. It was, and I'm sure that the acupuncture had a ton to oh, do Oh yeah, it. I'm sure. Like it kept me active the whole time. It was incredible.
trying to get my mother to do it. She was like, oh, no. I know. My mom won't do it either. She has like all this knee pain. I'm like, mom, trust us. And she's like, I'm not sticking needles That's in my right. legs. But like, just like, trust us. Like, we're Asian. We're Indian. Like, mom, it's going to work. No, won't do it. She thinks we're crazy. Uh, old school. Yeah. It's hard to break those yeah. old school habits. It's super, yeah. And how about food? Do you eat anything special or you eat everything? Uh, you, you've seen me. <laughs> you see my yeah. shape. Um, yeah. No. You go I, up and down. You go up and down. Yeah, I go up and down. Um, I've, uh, yeah, I, I fell off the wagon pretty hard during COVID. <laughs> I think we a lot of did, us my did, friend. you know. Um, but I don't have a particular, uh, I mean, I absolutely love, 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 love Indian food. But I don't think it loves me as much as I love it. <laughs> There's a new place in Montclair that just opened. I'm going to give you a tip. It's called Basil. It's uh-huh. the best Indian food. It's Indian Thai, but it's more Indian. Indian Thai? And it's Thai. not as like, intensely spicy as other Indian food. It's in Wachung Plaza, so just FYI. Really? Call up, get some takeout. You will call me okay. up and say, wow. I've never had Indian Thai. I'm on it. That sounds so yeah. yummy. Indian Chinese is like a thing. That's a right. whole genre of food, and I'm right. obsessed with Indian Chinese, but I've never heard of Indian Thai. Indian Thai, yep. I think I'm going to have to go visit my in-laws and Bobby and Christian McBride in, in Jersey and then yeah. hit yeah. up the, the Indian Thai place. Well, Mr. McBride, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Are you kidding? What an honor. Thank you for having me. Uh, Wait, Bobby, you have to ask your final question. Oh, right. I always ask everyone the same question. If people listening could hear the advice of Christian McBride, what is the one thing that they could do to change the course of their life? Mm, Stop taking themselves so seriously. (laughs) Amen. Laugh at yourself. You're really, yeah. you're, we're really important, but to an extent, <laughs> we can be laughed at, at particularly by our, at ourselves. Yeah. Well, I just, my only regret in life is that I didn't see you on the stand up. So I'm going to have to oh, that's, see that's if somebody recorded it on their phone because I nah, bet you were funny. I'm, I'm sure I'll do it again one of these days uh, when, when no yeah. one well, knows. I hope I'm you're also going to do there. the movement revisited again because I want to see that. That's my oh, regret. Thank you. Yes. Um, I don't know when I'm playing. I, I actually we just got an offer to do it up in Toronto, but um, I know there's talk of us trying to do it maybe at Carnegie Hall at some time. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, that will be easier for me to get to. But Toronto, it, I, it has come up three times in the past 24 hours for me. Not kidding, from three very different people of everybody telling me it's like you have to go to Toronto. You're gonna have so much fun in Toronto. So I think uh, if you can arrange it around my schedule, then I'll come and see yes, you in, ma'am. in Toronto. But I mean, Midtown's easier. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's just a quick step. <laughs> Toronto's definitely the New York of the North. Yeah. And can <laughs> everyone find out where you are on your website? How do people? ChristianMcBride.com. ChristianMcBride.com. Are you on Instagram and all that stuff? I am. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm on are. the gram. I'm on the Facebook. Twitter, all that, all that stuff. TikTok? Have you done? Have you done TikTok yet? I darling? have a TikTok account, but I don't really use it. Yeah. Well, we'll save that for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, I could sit here all day and talk. I just, I just, there's something about you from the second I met you. I just love you, not because of what you do, because of who you are. You are just one of those special spirits, and you know, I'm just really feel grateful that you're my friend. So thanks for coming on. Oh, 
Bobby, the feeling is more than mutual. You know that. And uh, it's an honor to speak with you. And Anjali, great to meet you, too. And uh, You, too. Yeah, let's get together and talk about Rich Nichols and, and all the Roots crew one of these days. I cannot wait. Well, I'll see you at the next open mic, apparently. We'll both <laughs> be in line. <laughs> <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with with Zumo Play.